world, what separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> uh, never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up. What's up, world? How y'all doing this evening? We got a really, really special show. I, I think I was talking to people and I said, hey, we need to get back to what we do best. And that's talking to the players. So we had to go right to the trenches. Starting left guard for the Bengals, my man, Quentin Spain. How you doing tonight, Quentin? I'm doing fine. How y'all, how y'all doing? Pretty, Pretty good, good, bro. Definitely ready for the season. Excited to see you kick things off. Yeah, I'm excited too. I can't wait. Right. Let me actually like just jumping right into that. When you say like you're excited for the season, you know, like in the off season, what it like besides actually playing the game, but like what are some of the major moments just taking people into the locker room? Some things that maybe in the off season you're like, man, I can't wait to get back with my guys. What are some of the best moments that you think, you know, playing professional football? Like people will never experience that. It's like, like I couldn't wait to get back to this um, year because it was a new team. It, it wasn't new, but it was basically new to me when I came in like eight weeks later last year so to this year. So getting, getting comfortable with the guys in the room, the brotherhood, hanging out with each other, like just getting to know each other's family and what they like to do outside of football. No, nah, that's fact. So obviously you came and started – with the Tennessee Titans, uh, you are undrafted. A great story that you have. You even have that tattered on your back. One thing I want to ask you is you kind of were there for, like, the ascension of Derrick Henry, and then you're also currently here with Joe Mixon. I don't think that you had, you know, the opportunity to, to play with Mixon, but you practiced with him. What would you say is – what would you say it's like to play with um, Derrick Henry versus a Joe Mixon? Like when I first came in, I was with Dehan, and like he he wasn't he wasn't that Dehan he is right now. He was he was Dehan, but right he Dehan right now. So, but when I was with him, he, he was getting used to the offense of Tennessee because we came in together. So it was a little slow start, and plus we had Demarco Murray there when he, when we got he got there. So he had to learn. So I I played what three. Three years after DeMarco left with Dehan, and that's when he improved. Like he had every down back, like he improved his receiving out the backfield, and and, and he already had the power. So, and and then when I came here, I, I didn't play with Nix in the show, but when I was practicing with Nix, I see how he he a one cut back. He like to get downhill and just go. He make right. that one cut, and and he can break same. He can break a long run just like Derrick Henry. Right. I guess like uh, in the locker room, right? Just to kind of come off of that. When you're when when defensive players like who do, like without picking sides, do people talk about like like who gonna tackle Derrick Henry? Like like even back then, he, he might not have been what he is today, but like I know okay. it ain't too many people that wanna tackle Chubb. It ain't no too many people that wanna tackle Mixon or D. Henry. Not like I'm not even gonna lie, like the, the thing we had in Tennessee, we 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 block it up and make sure D. Hand always one on one with a corner. So ain't no cornerback will don't want to hit Derrick Henry the whole game. So once he like get to the corner, they, they got to make a decision. So if they gonna make the tackle or not? That's how you see how Derrick Henry get them like them long runs. Once he get through the second level, it's right. DBs. Most DBs don't want to hit no 
big two sixty back running like he running like he running the whole game. Facts. Right. Nah, that's real. So when you were in Buffalo, you talked about the importance of not only bonding on the field but off the field with the rest of the offensive linemen. Is there anything that you've done with uh, the linemen in Cincinnati where you guys have kind of strengthened that bond in the offseason that isn't just stuff in practice and building that chemistry on the field but also off the field? We really didn't. We really get um, didn't have a chance to like hang out all like last year because on the, um, the corona. So this year it got a little better. We had a dinner so far, so we look forward to having every like every week we're gonna have a dinner. Everybody got to pick a restaurant. We just gonna sit down, and eat, and communicate, and just have that team bonding because we out there on the field together. So we gotta be able to like be there for each other. We gotta be able to trust that guy. You feel me? So. Getting to know them off the field, knowing what they like to do, it's like a brotherhood. You feel me? Yeah, I like now. I might be smaller, but I could talk about some food. Where did y'all? <laughs> where did y'all go for the first for the first dinner? And who? Jeff Ruby. All right. And, yeah. I, and, and, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like that's the only that's the only best steakhouse out here, but. I like to try different places. Like I'm not just stuck on just Jeff Rube. I like to try different steakhouses, barbecue. Sure. Like I like different food. Speaking <laughs> of barbecue, now there's yeah. a place. It's a place now. It's called Midwest Barbecue. Now I know, like I, I will say this: it's not going to be as fancy as Jeff Ruby's, but as far as like the boys having a place to themselves, play whatever y'all want, playlist whatever lit, like shut down the whole thing for y'all. Midwest barbecue, my boy Tim and Eddie going. He gonna make sure y'all get I'm right. A, I might so gotta take the. I might gotta take the old line. That was my turn to pay for dinner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, look. That's a, that's a, hey, that's a nice little move. If they're watching this interview, they're gonna know you ain't pay nothing. But at the end of the, no, but because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, my, my boy gonna take care of you. I'm telling right. you, it's I more- could, if, if, if that happens, I'm still going to give him a tip, though, because we got to live. Yeah. We got to spend, so. Oh, okay. That's facts. But, yeah, yeah for, the, for the remainder of your Bengals, Tanda, your, your Bengals, you know, history, however you want to put it, you're going to be straight at Midwest Barbecue, so tell the folks to do that. Um, My other question is that Jeff Ruby's, who put down the most stakes in there? Uh, it's, not, it's not the most stakes. It was just – it's just like a family dinner. We order a lot of appetizers. But somebody had to go in there dogging something, though, right? And wasn't nobody no, we, like. No, we just order a lot. We pick like we just get like different different All appetizers. Right. Like it's just like a family dinner. Like okay. they had a little pork belly. We got like twelve on. We just pick all. You feel me? Just, okay. Like, crab cakes, yeah. But yes, then sir. you order your meal. So you order a steak. You order a steak. Some people don't order steak. Right. <laughs> One one thing that I was talking to one of my boys before the season started, I said, is Xavier going to start on one side possibly, depending on the new draftee? But Spain, you had had a tweet earlier in the offseason. I was trying to find it, but it was like you came into the building this year and it was your spot. Did you know something that we didn't know or was it just something in your head where you were just programmed to know, like, hey, look, I'm going all in and I'm going to outplay everybody? No, see – I didn't know anything about like me starting, but I felt like I would have a, a shot because I've been in the league long, so they gave me my opportunity, and I just took it and ran with it because my whole my whole career, it's been competition for me, so I'm used to it. So I still, like, I love it because it, it better me. 
So if somebody coming in to push me, it's better than me. I'm not going to get mad if I, like, lose a job or nothing because I know you doing that is better than me. So it's better than the team. So we both working together to get better. So I leave that to the coaches, and they make the decision. Nah, that's fast. I was glad to see them move you back to left guard because we felt like that was the best position for you. So definitely congratulations on winning that battle. I want to talk about Petersburg, Virginia. Me and my wife, we had this conversation all of the time. Do you consider, I mean, technically it's supposed to be the South, but do you consider the area that you come from like the South? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I do. Okay, got you, got you. So you also went to, it seems that you also went to high school with Trey Songs, I guess. Well, he didn't go, he went to your high school. He's yeah, we went to this, yeah, yeah, we went to the side. Trey Song, Kenneth Langford, y'all probably yeah. know Jerome Mathis, yeah. Morgan Moses. Oh. So y'all had some people, Moses Malone, I believe, as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I mean Moses Malone. Morgan Moses went to uh, um, Verona, so he was close to me. We. Me and him came out together, you feel me? When we played against each other, we sold out. We sold out the crowd, stadium. Yes. And you used to also play uh, some basketball. You was a center as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Center. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. happened the last game, man? Because y'all was running through everybody. I'm not, see, I lost four games out of my whole career in basketball. And I'm sorry, two on was in the state championship, and two on was in the state tournament. So we had a pretty good – we had a – we was a basketball school. We had a pretty good like roster in my four years. We had a couple people went D one. Okay. What what I was gonna say, um I, I wanted to give somebody in the crowd said it's his birthday, Stephen Hoffman. So you better retweet this whole entire interview if I'm giving you a shout out on a on a on a quick Spain interview. So yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. And, and we got Q to give you the shout out. So you know you better yeah. tell everybody you know the RT that um just, just I guess, talk to me about just some of the different things from technique. And, and I know you probably answered this before, but I think a lot of people that kind of watch the film or seen you've gone from a different um, O-line coach to now Frank Pollock, talk to me about, like, the difference in technique from last year to this year. See, last year when I got here, it was late in the season, so it really was just game planning that, that practicing, like it wasn't preaching technique and stuff like that. So you, I had to, I had to do it on a run. Like I had to do what I known to do. So when I got there in that inside zone, outside zone, whatever I was taught before, I just took that and ran with it while I was right. there. So this off season working with coach Paula and got a whole full year under my belt. It, it brought me back to, remembering that technique can't save you out there on that field. Like, you can have the talent and all you – if you got bad technique, you're going to get beat, you feel me? So sure. it, I took a step back and, and listened to him when he came in because his technique, the same technique I was getting taught in um, Tennessee. Okay. And so it brought me back to my comfort zone. So him doing that, it really helped me. The late, like, and I and I know you're saying on the in in when you first got there or just all the last year, it was just like let's play. Walk yeah. people through, walk people through, like just particularly. I wanted to ask you this: going into that Tennessee game, like, cause that that's a big game for like the fans to like for a more optimistic fan. We always kind of point to that game and say, look, we took it to Tennessee in that game. That, that's good. But I always look at it from your perspective. It's like. This guy just arrived. 
And then, like, so, t- like, what was that, like, the, the two, three days that, like, how long were you even on the roster before you even played in that game? See, I, when I when I came, you know, last year for the corona, you had to sit in the hotel for, like, five days. Right. Getting tested every day for five days. So, once I, like, got clear, I had a, what we had, Friday, fast Friday, a Saturday walkthrough, and then I stayed at the hotel Saturday night. I woke up. And the coach told me to come in the building. So I'm planning like I ain't I ain't playing because I just got him. But we had a lot of injuries on the line. So it was a new it was a whole new starting four. And just Jonah was the only one starting when I that's what I knew when I came. Right. So so I come in, coach told me to come meet him in the stadium like two, three hours before the game. And he was just up we upstairs. He told me, Man, you might got a chance, you you gonna play. I'm looking like all right, all right, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. right. So we went upstairs. He was going over the game plan, and he and we were going over to Kaden. And then next thing I know, the first series, he said I wasn't gonna start, but he said the dude was there longer, so he gonna start him. We gonna rotate each series. So happening, he jumped offside the first series, and then they threw me in on the second series. And then once the second series over, they just told me to stay in there. They liked what was going on. So after that, it was just it was a wrap. Right. <laughs> he brought that aggression. He brought that aggression. Before that game, right now, I know now, this is Joe is still there. Joe is still there. Yeah. But for that game, for the person that says that the offensive line, like I hate the narratives behind it because if people watch offensive line play around the National Football League. It's been it's been a, a big difference from college going to the NFL where some guys just it's just it's just a different state of affairs where it, some of these guys just aren't prepared like they used to be, I guess. And uh, around the around the league, the play isn't like at this optimum level that they think. But for that particular game, I think for everybody, the pushback was very relevant. Like I, I'm just looking at it at home and just saying, like, man, the line of scrimmage, they they are absolutely like killing. What is the difference between that game versus any of these other games where some of these games where the, the offensive line as a unit just didn't perform as well? See, I felt – I don't see – I felt it was a different. I do. It was a different because them guys were given a, a, another shot as an opportunity to pit good tape out there, good film out there. So I feel like they was hungry that game. Oh, it's four new starters. So they they was hungry. So I feel like, and then I feel like everybody wanted you feel me like to, to get work, pick work in. So everybody was on the same page. We were communicating and that, and all that. But that's a big part of the offensive line. It's not it's not just one person. It, it's right. like if one person miss a miss a block, it affect the whole offensive line. So we got to be able to trust each other. Going back to trust each other. Knowing that he gonna be at that spot, he gonna take the proper technique. He gonna use you feel me. Don't jump off sides. He gonna use good hand placement. He gonna be right beside you if he got the help responsibility. You gotta know that he gonna be right there. You feel me? It's it's just different. Like, but now since we got Paula, he's like he's so big about it. Like all five of us playing together. Like it's one person mess up, he don't call that person. Out. He call all us out because we a unit. Nah, that's we on the strong as the weakest. We on the strong as the weakest person we got. Can you talk about what the addition of Riley Reef has been just for the offensive line in the locker room? 
It's been big. He's been in the league, what, 10 years? So you just got to take that knowledge from him, too. Like, he's been the oldest in the room, so he know what what's to do. It, it, it's it's hard to be in the NFL. You've been in for 10 years. You got to, you're doing something right. So, like me, I've been in six, going on seven. But I still pick his brain, too, just for me to know how, how can I make my career longer? What is you doing that can help me make my career longer? Like, Riley, the first person in the building every day, I was an offensive lineman. Like, I said, every time I come in, his, his car ready to park, he already rehabbing. He already doing stuff to get his body right. First person on the field at practice. He always 20 minutes before everybody at practice. So, again, me, like, I'm not like an early person at practice, but now I be out there. You feel me, like 10, 15 minutes early too now, and I just ride the bike, do something. You feel me, just loosen up to show show them that you 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 focus, you you ready. Facts, facts. It, it's it's crazy you said that too because I don't know if it's the outside media or what. It's a large amount of people that I feel like are just saying, "Well, Riley Reef would just be here like this year." I'm like, why do y'all feel that way? I feel like Riley Reef gonna be playing and. Everything that I seen from camp or whatever, and then now you confirming that hey, look, he's the first man in the building. Like, I feel like he's gonna be a big part of his offensive line for like more than this just this year. But for uh, whatever yeah. reason, everybody thinks that it, this is just like a one stop shop, and I'm like, I don't yeah. think so. You can't, you can't, you can't forget. Riley was a pro bowler. He was an all pro. Right. Come, come on, it's hard to be mm-hmm. an all pro. So he he know what it takes. So I never been all pro, all pro. You feel me? A pro bowler. I'm I'm trying to pick it. You played at pro bowl level now, though. You played at pro bowl level. I did, and I, and I ain't gonna lie. And it decreased sometimes. It decreased a little bit, but I'm still know. I know that I can do good things to help the team win, no matter what. Like my mindset. Like I always mm-hmm. been battle tested. Like that's not nothing gonna make me fold. You feel me? I'm gonna attack the day every day. How I'm gonna? You feel me? How I wanna be? Let right. my name be out there. That's real. Without giving away too much, is there any matchup that you're looking forward to week one, like that you're going up against with Minnesota? I'll <laughs> <laughs> take nobody for granted. I I type the week every game the same way. Like it's the NFL. Everybody good, man. Everybody trying to trying to expose you, trying to you feel me. These guys got to win your one on one. So Facts. at the end of the day, it's about winning your one on one because you can be a, a third screen, second screen, like you balancing all the fr- the one, and then they get a sub and put a third screen, like a second screen, in, and you t- mess up a play. They get a side. You feel me? Then they right. That's a good game for them. You feel me? Right. Out of the whole game, they get one side. It's a good game. Yeah. Right. But I. When we blocking, you feel me? Uh, what sixty-seven plays a game, and we give up two, three, two, yep. three plays, we had a bad game. You feel me? Right, it's right. different as an offensive lineman to a defensive lineman. So I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, you feel me? Offensive offensive line and cornerback. I say that on the show every single week. You give up one play, one play, one rep is all it takes for somebody That's to know. That, and then they be like, oh. He's terrible. I'm like, dude, but he played a, He was solid. I they mean, don't. They don't. They don't see the rest of the sixty snaps you took. You feel me? They just see right. them. Them bad plays. Like we get a holding call. He he holding or something like that. But what right. about them other six fifty nine plays? Right. Right. Facts. And what about all the other plays that they probably could have called holding on for the opposite team yeah, every yeah, single? Yeah. 
that's 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 yeah, it's crazy. Um, amongst yourselves, amongst the offensive line, what is the feeling like right now? What do y'all have discussion wise when you talk about like Joe Burrow, like seeing him going down, seeing it, seeing what happened to him this last season, and then coming into this season? Is there any thing that you all talk to among yourselves about and just say, hey, look, this part of this could never happen again or this or whatever? It, or is, or do y'all even talk about the Joe Burrow injury at all? No, we don't We don't talk about it, but we know what we have to do. Like, coming in, it, coming into this season, the talk was about the offensive line protecting Joe Burrow. So, at the end of the day, we don't got to talk about it. We know what we have to do. We got to protect now at all – it don't matter how long it is. We just got to protect nine. That franchise quarterback. This is one thing I will I would like to see, and I think you the dog of all dogs for for this. One thing that used to really really piss me off is like last year Joe would get knocked out or knocked out or hit late. They don't call nothing, and guys weren't even helping him out. Now this is this this is probably prior to you coming in. Yeah, the Eagles game, Ben. If you ever watched the tape on that game. That's probably one of the worst beatings I've ever seen on a quarterback. But as a viewer, us watching at home, I kept on saying, bro, why don't they, like, stick up for him or, like, get up in somebody's face? That's one thing that I would like to see. Like, somebody got to be an enforcer or something. Uh, no, yeah, it, it's different. Like, I, I, I've been telling the, the group, like, it don't matter. You protect. If the quarterback is getting knocked down and you around them, let's help them up. They – that's your quarterback, even the running right. back. You see him on the bottom of the pile, you close to the uh, running back, help him up. They they see that. They see, like, oh, he, he, he'll he go to war with me. Like, you helping him up. He see, like, all right, he, he in this. Like, like it's a little thing. Like, if you leave him on the ground, he's going to feel like, oh, man, this man don't care, bro. He don't care about, like, the team. You feel me? So, I, I was I, – I'm big on that. Like, if I'm around the quarterback, I'm picking him up. If I'm around the I'm picking him up. It take it take less energy for him to get up if you helping him up than he's trying to get up. It take more energy for him trying to get up after a big run. Let's help him up. Right. No, that, that, that was one of the things. Like that, everybody can say whatever they want about offensive line play, but I, that was one of the one things I just kept on saying is like they gotta help him up or they gotta like stick up for him on some of them instances. And that Eagles game, it was a couple of other games where I felt like guys were taking late shots. And it wasn't no repercussions for them. Oh, no, nah, so. any late shot, yeah, it, we, we man, face, no matter what, man, yes, sir. Yeah, we can't have right. no cheap shot. If we can play the game, we can't let no cheap shot go off. Right. Nah, that's facts. That's facts. So one thing uh, Zen wanted to ask, we saw that you had tweeted something last week. I think uh, in response to CLB. So if you had uh-huh. to choose between the Donda album or CLB, which one are you choosing? I'm going Drake, man. I'm going Drake. Hey, I, I, I got, I got, gonna I like got, that. I gotta go Drake. I got to. I got you don't. To. You don't gotta do that. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I got to. I'm gonna tell you this. In about what's today? What's the September something? About a, a month from now, just like any. And I love Drake. That's no, the, no. That's see, the, let me tell you the reason why. Cause when I'm listening to that Kanye West, it feel like I'm. You feel, I can't, I can't. You feel like you're in church? You feel like you're in church? Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. I did this for Ace. I do this for all my friends. I cut off like 10 songs because it's too many songs. I do agree on that. But the hits. And he he jipped everybody. (laughs) How did he jip jip everybody? How did he jip everybody? I release that. He didn't even come over the album. 
album. Man, that's just marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got to cut off some of them extra songs. I feel you, but the hits, like the songs with Roddy, the songs with your bo- y'all boy yeah, Lil Baby. Yeah, Lil Dirty. Yeah, like, yeah. All the other songs, like them is hits. Like them yeah. smash hits. I would listen to them, but I'm not listening to the, you feel me? To the, the yeah. Right. But see, th- this is the thing. As a, as a man of faith, and I know you're strong in your faith too, I'm going to tell you, it's going to come a point. It's going to be a game. You're going to walk out of the game and say, damn, I should have did more work. You know what's going to happen? You're going to have to cut that damn Don doing, and you're going to get your inspiration. You're going to be like, you know what? You're going to stand up and be like, thank you. No, nope, I'll cut, cut that raw wave on. You said you're going to cut that raw wave on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you and my man. Who is that, Kyle guy? All right, so Kyle Kyle now plays for Golden State. We interviewed him. I think he he told me he gave me like a bunch of raw wave songs or whatever. He was like, ain't nobody. Late, he late night, dropped the top, ain't nothing like raw wave. Man, I was like, all right, bro. At all times, you can put it on and don't got to change the song. So, so Ace, with that, you're going to have to ask him his top five. I got to get your top five, bro. Top yeah. five rappers. I'm go- all right. If you want to count Rod Wave as a rapper, he got to be he my number one. I'm going I'm going Lil Dirt. I'm going Lil Dirt. I've been on Lil Dirt before he, you feel me, came famous. Blew up. Like, yeah. it blew up. And I'm going Lil Baby. Okay. I'm going, I'm going Future. Okay. Okay. I don't. It's it's whatever after that. I just them no. So he L's up for them hitters dirt. He he yeah. day one dirt. Yeah, I'm day one. Yeah, yeah, drill dirt. Yeah, yes sir. <laughs> yes sir. That's yeah. another conversation. Me and Ace probably we argue about that. Well, we, I don't think you really argue into it with Darius Phillips. Remember Darius Phillips was talking right. about y'all was so, talking so, about key versus dirt. Yeah, I'm I'm a all right. So I'm dirt. I'm. Dirt. I'm, I'm I'm a day one Sosa. Like it's oh, like I dirt can't do nothing with prime Sosa. Like nah, that's that's nah, not even Sosa. A... Sosa got Sosa had them hits. Sosa, Sosa had them got hits man. Yeah, Sosa you start going back to them the drill time you talking about with uh, yeah. dirt. Drill Go back to back from the dead. Like them no skips. Everything just man. All right, true, we, true. Like... you you true you true. But <laughs> but but dirt. You, what Dirk did though, people won't messing with Dirk. Dirk, mm-hmm. Dirk had to, you feel me? He, he was doing, he was doing that love song, that pain stuff. You yeah. feel me? And they, they tell me, no, nah, that ain't Dirk. But now you see him doing the same thing. Now Dirk right. just blew up. You feel me? Right. So yeah. why y'all won't messing with Dirk back then? I was messing <laughs> no, with no, Dirk no. back then. I was, I was messing with him when he was with uh, Reese at Def Jam. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When he was rocking with Louie and them, yeah, I was, I was uh, on it. With Dave Lowe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he really, yeah, he really, hey, look. I mean, I, I haven't been a Dirk hater, but I respect Dirk's moves every single time. It's just for me personally, it's just, man, like, like there, there's no album that you could put to me up against any, any, the Sosa Finally Rich. There's nothing. There is nothing that you could put up against Finally Rich. There's I, I, nothing. Got, I got, a, I got a, every I got song. One I got one question. What about Polo G though? Ooh, ooh, Polo G. That's so. Po, so Polo G going yeah. to be your, in your top five. Yeah, five. Though. He can be the five. He can be, he can five. be a five. He can yeah. be five. Polo G. Nah, he, like, he like that too. I used to man. Polo kind of give me vibes too. When I I remember I used to listen to Louis a lot. 
Yeah, King Louis. Um, yeah, so King Louis, like, like he kind of gave me that, but he's a lot more lyrical. And and I think Polo G just thought like he he ain't even scratched the surface on what he. Ever had. since that yeah, three headed yeah. goat song, that's it. That, yeah, he that just up. changed he it for up. me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, uh, going going back to football a little bit. I could we can talk we can talk this rap stuff all day. Like that's nothing. <laughs> But just going back to football, like, let me ask you, do you have any expectations for this upcoming season that uh, you want to share with the people, like maybe some goals that you have? Man, my goal is, like, first, like, I want a winning season, make the playoff, you feel me? But individual goals for me, I just want at least to make get my name back out there like it was when I first came in the league and show, show the NFL that, that I'm 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 here. I'm not like no backup, no you feel me, uh, uh old vet or journeyman. Yeah, no journeyman. journeyman Definitely not. No journeyman. You right. right. No journeyman. Right. So like my goal is just trying to make something like make the top 100 do something, something that I never accomplished since I've been in the NFL. Something different. Do Do you think it's possible? I was talking to one of my partners earlier today. He said, man, I think that the Bengals could score 30 points a game. And now from, from, from a fan standpoint, I can see that happening. But I was telling him that if you score 30 points a game, you're going to a Super Bowl appearance. But like yeah, look, looking at all the people that you got around you, seeing what you're seeing, being on the teams that you've been on, do you think that that's even like, you know, 28 to 30 points a game? Do you think it's, that's it's, possible? It's, it's possible, but, you know, it's any Sunday, anything can happen, you feel me? Like it can be the worst team in the NFL playing against the good team in the NFL, and, and you don't you don't know what the outcome of the game will be because that they might just sleep on that team. That team come out balling. You feel me? So I feel like we can pick up thirty points a game with the weapons we have and the defense we have. I think we can do that, but we all have to be on the same page in order to accomplish that goal. If we're gonna do that, facts. That's real. Uh, somebody in the court in the uh, is that Luke? That's my boy Luke. No, he said, How many uh, ask Q, how many pancakes are you trying to get this year? And he ain't talking about food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, see, I don't even like, I don't even count the pancake. I'm just trying to get like this win my one on ones. If the pancake happen, it happens. Like, I'm not, I'm out there being aggressive. Something like they, they grown man too, they get paid too. So they're not trying to get dumped on the ground. You feel me? Facts. Well, well, Quinn, I just want to wish you the best of the luck this season, bro. You definitely have the whole city of the Natty behind you. And we appreciate you for stopping by the Oranges to Do Black podcast, bro. Before you get out of here, though, I know that you just restarted your Instagram and your social yeah. media stuff. Bro, let the fans know where they can find you at. On Twitter, you can find me at Mr. Undrafted. Oh, Mr. Undrafted. And I just got a new Instagram. It's Quentin underscore Spain. So y'all be sure to follow Quinn on that. Appreciate I'm about you, bro. Right now. Yes, sir. I'm, yes, about to, sir. I'm, about to, I'm about to make a call too. We're gonna get Rod Wave at one of these games too. We're gonna have <laughs> hey, 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 you see Rod Wave coming down here. Hey, coming down. He, he performed in Cincinnati, downtown Cincinnati. Oh, he, you know, oh, so you, you, you want to stay yes, here? Yes, sir. Right out the practice. Right out the practice. I'm in there. Yes, sir. He got it all mapped out. You got to send yes, me. Sir. Hey, send, do me a favor. Send me a video or something. You got to send me yeah, something. I got, I got see, you. I got to see you turning up to that. Hey, no, I'm trying to get him a signed jersey, too. I'm trying to get oh, him yeah. a signed jersey. I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect with him. 
I'm okay. A, hey, I'm man, trying. I'm a business. I'm a businessman, man. I'm trying to film and get my face out there. Yes, yes sir. sir. I feel like when this whole football thing is over, like you could just have the, your own club, your own venues or whatever, and just be your own damn bouncer for real. No, no, not no bouncer, but I was thinking about open, opening up a little hoop lounge, like restaurant hoop lounge right. at night. I, right. I was thinking Sin- about that. Cincinnati, I, like I don't, on my background, I'm, I'm from D.C. I live in D.C. Ace is currently in Florida. Um, He's from the Natty, but... When I go there, you you right. There ain't too many. I don't hit. There's some lounges, but I don't know yeah, too it's many. Lounge, yeah, I don't know too many. Now I seen the boys the other night. One of my boys does some promoting, so I seen a, a lot of the, a lot of the gang in there the other night too. But that was like a club club, you know. Like you got you got had a the chill. What, what club club? What club club? <laughs> I, don't, I ain't even know y'all had spots out here like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> they got some, yeah, they got some spots wow. out there. We hey, we're gonna we talk. To I, you, you say your businessman. I'm a, I could connect some dots now. Like that, that ain't no problem. I got I got a couple promoter slash club connects or whatever. Make sure. But talk to talk to the other night. It was mixing TB, uh, Jamar Chase. It was a couple boys. Like yeah, I seen them boys turning up. Gotta go talk. Gotta go yeah, they they yeah. leaving you out. You better you better walk up to them. Like why y'all leaving me hanging? We supposed to be a family. And like yeah, we got right. To- Right, and then you can walk in there force, and you know everybody gonna move the hell out the way. <laughs> nah, I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't doing all. I ain't looking for. I'm just vibing. If I'm in there, I'm just vibing. Right. I'm out the way. I'm in the back. I'm just vibing. I'm just like right. I like listening to good music, man. For sure, nah, for sure. Right. But right. yeah, nah, nah. I, I could feel the love. I love the energy that you brought. I love the energy that you bring to the team every single time you step out there. I love your mindset. I appreciate you. I think you're an amazing man. I think you. uh the fan base needs to hear from you. I don't. I don't remember, but seeing you talk to us a couple times, so I had to reach out and say, "Man, I need this guy to, you know, put that smile on, put the smile on the internet for him real quick." So I'm really, really appreciative of you having um, some time to come and do this with us. And I'm, I'm wishing you a great year. I know you're gonna be successful, and and it's, it's time, baby. It's time to get these doves now. All right, guys. Thank so- you. Thank you. No problem at all. Appreciate the time again, Mr. Spain, Mr. Undrafted. I'm Ace Boogie. He is M. Hude. And of course, we have to end this with a yes, Sirski. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> uh, never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school.